Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 105 at Edmonton, hour number two of Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino Excitement. Bet on it. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. And we want to tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Japanese Village is Edmonton's favorite Japanese steakhouse. Reserve your party today at jvedmonton.ca. Don and his staff will take care of you. As we go to our Oilers Now headliner live here at Rogers Place, our headliner is brought to you daily by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. It isn't just the best. It is the best you've ever tasted. Three locations in Edmonton to serve you including uh, Leduc, Spruce Grove, and in West Edmonton Mall. Search Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We welcome back to the show Edmonton Oilers General Manager and President of Hockey Operations, Ken Holland. Hi, Ken. How are you doing? Good, Bob. Nice to be with you. Uh, you were here early. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm excited. You're excited. Well, <laughs> uh, that's a great place to start. We yeah. dropped the puck tomorrow for real. Uh, you had a team that went three rounds. You've watched. Uh, you made the playoffs all three years with this squad here. 12th, uh, 12th, 11th, and 11th the last three years for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, where are you at with this group heading into this season? Well, first off, it just it, it, excited to get going. It's always an exciting time of the year. Um, obviously, we feel very uh, proud of what we were able to accomplish last year, uh, getting to the Final Four. Your goal is always the Stanley Cup, but certainly it's, it's you know, getting to the Final Four. But, you know, it starts from fresh tomorrow night and uh, over 82 games obviously you got to play your way into the uh, the top eight to play your way nothing's a given no, whatever we accomplished last year it doesn't put any points on the board it maybe gives our team some confidence uh, but there's optimism all around the league everybody feels good about themselves right now heading into tomorrow night everybody's gone through preseason and their off season made moves and the kids are better and you got to reprove yourself all over again so certainly uh, excited about the challenge but 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 feel good uh, about where we're where our team is at, you know, uh, with what we accomplished last year, the growth, you know, some internal growth and uh, the moves that we were able to make over the summer. So excited to get going. All right. We'll talk about the internal growth in a second uh, with Dylan Holloway. But before we get to that, the biggest off-season story was the change in goal. The five-year uh, deal for Jack Campbell, who had 
a 937 save percentage in his first uh, 23 appearances last year, and then he was in like the 870s for his final 26. I know you guys did a lot of work on this and research on it. Um, what have you seen out of Jack? And obviously, team defense plays a huge part. You play the position yourself, uh, goal uh, mostly in the minors, but add a cup of coffee in the NHL. Where's your headspace at with Jack right now and Stuart Skinner? Well, first off, you know, I'd say, you know, as we went into the summertime, um, certainly aware he played at a very, very, very high level at the start and then and then uh, come off it. Uh, I like that down the stretch uh, he regrouped, and I thought uh, in the playoff series, Tampa versus Toronto, you know, he went eyeball to eyeball against uh, Vasilevsky. I'm not, and I think they're both goals against saves percentage were a little bit but it was, uh, lower, but it was two high octane teams, and it was, you know, game seven was two to one. So he played in a, in a, in a market with a lot of scrutiny in Toronto. A lot of expectations. I like that he's 30 years of age. I think that's a great age for a for a goaltender. Uh, there was a number of teams in the offseason that were looking for goaltenders, us being one of them. Um, and we felt that we had to land one of those goaltenders. And, and if you didn't land one of those goaltenders, those three or four goaltenders that were on the upper end, uh, I wasn't sure where we were going to go. Certainly we feel good about Stu Skinner. You know, he's paid his dues, but, but he's 24. 23 going to be 24 and well you know I think he's got 17 18 19 career games so uh, but I thought Skinner's had a really good uh, preseason I felt really good about all three goaltenders in yep. preseason uh, certainly that's a focus on our team is that we know that we I think we were 18th in the league last year in uh, in goals against our team saves percentage our three goalies Mike Smith uh, Miko Koskinen and, and Stu Skinner. I think they were 13th in the league in combined saves percentage. You know, so certainly the 18th has to improve, and the 13th has got to got to improve a little bit. I'm, I'm, I don't think we're looking to be in the top five, but certainly I think if you want to be a cup contender, you want to be a playoff team, you want to have aspirations to go on a playoff run, probably top 10. You know, you, yep. you got to be around the top 10, you know, 8 to 12 on the cusp of, of top 10. So we know we've got to get better, a little bit better in team saves percentage. We know we got to get better in team, team goals against. And certainly uh, feel good about you know, Jack Campbell being 30, Stu Skinner being 23, 24, and, um, you know, having a focus on that we need to play better team defense. All right. Let's switch focus. Well, there's a saying in radio, you got to go to the mouth of the line. you got to go to the top story. So while Campbell was the top story of the offseason, the top story in preseason was Dylan Holloway all day. And this guy, it's interesting in full disclosure because you know I felt that I really like Caden Gooley in that draft year. Now, you guys had taken uh, the two years before the, the organization had taken Bouchard and Broberg. I also uh, like Seth Jarvis, and he went one pick before yep. uh, Holloway went. Uh, my scouting report was that he didn't play critical offensive uh, scenarios for Wisconsin, and then the guy I talked to called me about nine months later during the season and said, you guys got yourself a hell of a player with Dylan Holloway. Are you surprised he's had the impact he has in the preseason? And uh, are, how excited are you about what he's shown and maybe where he might be able to go to as a player? Well, well, first off, when we went to that into that draft, I mean, obviously we had Broberg and Bouchard, so our, our, our focus was on Ideally, on a, on on a, on a forward, um, you know. I guess in, in Dylan Holloway's, you know, Tony Granato, the head coach in Wisconsin, was on on on, on the Red Wings staff as an assistant coach for the three previous years, and I was there. So obviously, I got a great relationship with Tony Granato. You know, we kind of went that, uh, you know, he led the. Uh, 
Alberta League in scoring as a 17-year-old. He then went to, you know, talking to Tony Granato, he could play center, he could play left wing. Loved that he had, you know, in a league where you need speed, we loved that he had speed. Um, I think that, you know, you know, we felt that he could be an NHL player because he was, you know, he's big and strong. He's a big, powerful man. He had had speed. Now, how much was he going to produce offense right. at the NHL level? He didn't, you know, as, as, as a freshman, you know, his, his offense was, you know, it was okay. Um, but but certainly we felt that he had led the uh, the Tier 2 league in scoring and talking to Tony Granato. He had big plans for him in his sophomore year, and we made the decision at pick 14 to take him. And then Tony Granato, you know, he told us he was going to give him a bigger role, bigger response responsibility I think he was what fifth in the nation in scoring as a as a sophomore and re- really a 19 year old player you know it's hard to be in the top five in scoring when some of the kids are in that 22 23 exactly I mean he, you're 19 so uh, you know then then unfortunately at the scaphoid I think he set him back uh, broke his scaphoid we had to redo the surgery in in, in September Almost missed a year. He came back last year at the end of the year. But he had 22 points in 33 games in the in the in the, uh, in the AHL. We were looking to bring him up near the end of the year, and then he I think he hurt his leg, and we weren't able to bring him up. But uh, Keith Gretzky, who's down there every day um, as as the general manager, you know, said Ken near the end. Ken, he's really he's starting to take off here. He's starting to take off. So uh, was anxious to see him here in training camp, and he's obviously he's played his way. He's killed it. He's played. He's yeah. He's played his way onto our team, and. Uh, um, you know, they introduced, he didn't, I don't know, you know, I don't think he played special teams as a freshman. He played power play as a, as a, as a, as a, as a sophomore. Last year, about uh, halfway through, I said to Keith, you know, I, I watched a lot of those games on computer. Let's let's start introducing penalty killing. Because if, you know, if you don't play in the power play in the National Hockey League and you don't penalty kill. You're playing 12 minutes a game. Max, maybe 8 to 10. So because of his, uh, his ability to skate, they, they introduced penalty killing and he started to penalty kill. And the other thing I think at penalty killing at the NHL level, you know, we saw in preseason. Now, we haven't had, other than maybe Seattle, the last game, and maybe the Vancouver game in Abbotsford, we haven't had full rosters, but he, because of his skating, he he might have the t- the ability to get some 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 breakaways if he can get him out of right. the penalty kill. So certainly he's played it. We you know I told him it was a great meeting the other day. I was happy to tell him that he played his way onto a team and find a place to live and and uh, uh, excited to see what he what he can do. Ken, you said uh, right after free agency ended, you said Philip Roberg basically has to play his way off the team. And Dylan Holloway has to play his way on the team. Now, technically, Philip Broberg is on the team today. Mm-hmm. Um, Holloway clearly has played his way on. Is there a chance that uh, Philip Broberg, after 5 p.m. today, uh, may be reassigned and, and spend some time down in Bakersfield? Well, what's happening is, and Phil knows this because I met Philip uh, Broberg earlier today. Um, he is going to be. We don't know the status of uh, of Yamamoto and Fogel for tomorrow. We're going to make it's going to. They're going to be a game day decision tomorrow okay. morning. We're we're hoping and believing that both are going to play, uh, but the decision won't be made till tomorrow morning. So, to as an insurance, we are uh, sending Broberg down. Uh, uh, after 5 p.m. today, he's going to go down, and we're recalling uh, Devin Shore. So Shore will be here at the morning skate, and we'll see the status of uh, Yamamoto. And if Yamamoto and Fogel both can't play, then we're going to be going with 11 forwards and six defensemen. We're going to have to play uh, game one, wow. one, one man under the uh, under the limit. We're hoping that at least one can play, um, but we have to pr- we have to protect ourselves. Now, I think you know we're, our roster, as you saw, was 12 forwards. Going to be 12 forwards, 7D, and two goalies. You know, we're basically running on a 19-skater roster. Uh, I, I'm, 
I'm expecting and assuming that at some point in time this year, uh, and maybe more than one point in time, we're going to play some games less than the, the the limit of 18 skaters. The good news is the way the CBA is, you do that for one game, and then the next game you're able to bring players up that make 850 or less uh, to, to fill out so that you can have a full complement of players. And then when the players get healthy, those players got to go back to the American League. They don't, they don't count on the cap. But uh, I'm hoping we're going to have a full lineup tomorrow night, but I won't know for sure until tomorrow morning after the morning. Season. So even though we've seen the last two days both Fogel and uh, uh, Fogel as well as Yamamoto on the ice for practice, they're not. They have not been. They've been cleared to practice, but they haven't been cleared to play. They're going to again. They were going to tomorrow morning. The doctor will be here, and uh, the decision we made after practice tomorrow morning is their status. The reality of the situation is there's like 16 teams that are currently in LTIR. In fact, uh, we're going to have Hart Levine coming up from Puckpedia. I think you guys. The orders ultimately had the four. Uh, there were well, I, I, I was talking to Bill Scott this morning. I think last year, I think Tampa Bay, they were the team that got the closest to the cap. I think they were like 600 below. Well, I think we're like $167 below, and there's three teams that are even closer than us. So these four teams set the record yeah. uh, for, for for you know with being in in uh, you know getting close to the cap, being in uh, being an LTI. So we, you know we've great job by Bill Scott and the, the maneuvering that we did in in the opening day roster was to maximize you know the way the CBA works you know the cap's 82.5 but when you're an LTI and we know we're going to be an LTI all year long because of Clef Bomb and obviously Mike Smith so whatever our roster was submitted yesterday um, was in effect our cap for the rest of the year so we had to snuggle as tight as we could up to we used up all of our dollars except for $167 so so now we're going to go about the process here over the next three or four days of making other maneuvering around and and it's probably going to go on all year long because like I said if we're going to have 12 forwards and 7D if 6D are healthy and we've only got 11 well maybe 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 Jay goes 11 11 and forwards and 7 or maybe he says you know what we're going to because Broberg and Niemelainen uh, are not waiver players, and we also want to keep them playing uh, during the year. You know, we might send them down to keep shuffle them back and forth. We want to keep them playing. We don't want any of those young kids to sit here too long. And over the course of the year, we want those young defensemen to play, whether it's up here, whether it's down there. We're trying to ice our best team. We're trying to win games, and we're gonna we're gonna have to get creative and maneuver around here with a 19 man uh, 19 man roster. Are you? Uh Yes, the Pugliarvi had a good final two games in the preseason. Yep. You obviously have got a price point where you refuse to go. Look, let's be frank here. We know that there was conversations about Pugliarvi with other NHL clubs, but you've got a drop dead point, obviously. on the You're not going to do the deal unless you get X. Where is he at in well, all of Well, basically, you know, when the year ended last year, I met with I met with Jesse. And, you know, he was disappointed in how his year finished. I was disappointed at how his, his year finished, and 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 uh, I think that uh, you know I I knew we were going to be tight in the cap at that point in time. You still got Duncan Keith on the cap. You've still got Zach Cassian. You know I hadn't engaged in a negotiation with Evander Kane. Um, I, I there was free agency. You wanted to make moves, so I told I told a number of players, not only Jesse, that if you hear your name out there, it's probably real. I've got ex- as a manager, my job is to explore ways to make the team the best that we can. And as I went through the entire process, um, obviously Jesse is is uh, is here, and I thought that Jesse had a great start last year to the to the year. 
uh, I don't know what he had, what, 14 points the first 10 games. And, and then, and then uh, you know, down the stretch, his role kind of diminished. And I know he was disappointed in it. And I, my, as, as going through the entire process through the, uh, the offseason, my feeling was, Let's get back and let's try it all over again. He's six foot four. He's 24 years of age. Um, he he got off to a great he got off to a great start, um, and let's let's see how this thing goes. So uh, you know I think that with with uh, Jesse on the team and Warren Fogel on the team, Derek Ryan obviously shoots right and he can win draws in the defensive zone on the penalty kill. We don't have a guy that can. It can win white, uh, draws on the right hand. It ultimately led to the point we signed Yanmark as an insurance policy that if I did make some off-season moves that we'd right. have a guy that could be on the team. And as it went, as, as, as we worked our way through the off-season, we went to training camp and I knew that one of those players couldn't be in. Ultimately, I put Je- uh, Yanmark on uh, on waivers and we feel that the the, the, the moves that we made are, 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 are we're putting our best team on the board. And we'll let's see where we go over the next four, five, six, seven weeks. Certainly, Yanmark's in the American League. He wants to be in the National Hockey League, and let's see how our let's see how our team performs and how our players perform. A couple quick hitters for you. you did make a trade this weekend. Uh, too simple to say. Fresh start time for both Dmitry Samarukov and Klim Kostin, a big Russian winger that you got from San Yeah, uh, you know I I you know talked to I know Doug Armstrong really well. He had a player there that uh, Kim Costin it's been uh, been around and uh, things hadn't worked out when both went on waivers and both cleared we decided to give them both you know having Broberg having Niemalainen you know, Kesselring had a great camp. We really like Kesselring. Now he shoots right, but he's a young, he's a young defenseman. You know, you look at you look you look at the age of Bouchard. You look, CC's got two more years. Darnell's got a contract. We just got Kulak to four years. The, the reality was it was probably going to be tough for Sammy to get a chance here. He's been a been a great guy. He's worked his tail off to try to get him to get himself to this position. Um, they were looking for a defenseman in St. Louis. We're looking for a little more depth up front. So let's flip them, and uh, you know I'm hoping that 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 uh, Costin gets a, a, a get, gets a chance here and uh, works out for Sammy. And he's a uh, seven hundred fifty thousand bucks as well, so the price yeah. point works. They're on both the Sammy one Sammy seven seventy five and uh, Clem was seven seven fifty. So basically, it was both on one ways, and it gets an opportunity for both. All right, yesterday at practice, Jason Demers, or maybe I'm not, no Sunday. At yeah, no, uh, yesterday at practice, yep. Jason Demers was still here. Yep. Uh, Frank Cervelli just reported just before you came on that uh, you guys are, are we, is he gone in Bakersfield? Just, or? just met with, just, I mean, I've been talking to his agent, uh, um, Pat Morris, over the over the weekend, told him that, uh, we had talked Friday, and I, I said we weren't going to sign him to a contract, but I, I liked what we've seen, you know, uh, uh, once Samarukov was traded, uh, um, Day out for probably another month. Okay. Um, you know, so there's two defensemen down. There's an opportunity that we could use a veteran guy down there. Down, so we've signed him to a PTO, a 25 game PTO. Let's see what we look like. You know how things work out up here. Uh, certainly, he can help us down there. Well, Deharnay, and you know, for the next four to six weeks, he's going to be able to play down there. He's going to be able to kind of. It's a PTO. I've told uh, Jason if all of a sudden the team calls uh, and they want to sign you, he's going to give us an opportunity to to, to, to to match. So he fills a hole for us in the short term. We give him an opportunity. I think it's a, win, it's a win-win. Uh, you mentioned the PTO, Claussen, Russian, going from St. Louis into Bakersfield. I know that Noah Philip, there's been a hold-up there uh, because of immigration, but it, and there wasn't a hold-up last year. He was on an ATO. Does that have something to do with the difference between a guy having a full yes. one-year contract 
Can you? Well, I, last year Noah Philp went in on, on an ATO. You're an amateur tryout, and you're, you know, you. you, you I don't. I, I, I can't speak for the way the, you know, the immigration, immigration works. But basically, on an ATO, you're on a tryout, and you're not getting paid. And now on a, you know, you, he's now Noah Philp has a contract. Right. So we've got to wait. We applied for immigration. Weeks ago. Weeks and weeks ago. Um, and, you know, along with all a bunch of other players, all of them have been approved. I don't know why Noah, we don't know why Noah Philip hasn't been approved, but he's not, he, he's not, uh, he's not been approved. And he was a guy that you were hoping to fill a yeah, slot Yeah, I mean, there. we, was, we, we, I had a meeting with him two weeks ago to send him down. I was hoping he'd be down there. They played two preseason games last week. The season opens on f- Saturday. We call every couple of days to find out. And we Crazy. just So we're, 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 we're waiting. But Demers would not have the same problem because he's on a trial. So it's yeah, different yeah, if you have a one-year yeah, deal. Yeah, versus yeah, 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 yeah. So. Okay. Bottom line here, what are you looking for the first month of the well, season? Well, I mean, Bob, you know, we play six, six in a row at home and nine of our first 12 at home. You know, I mean, it's, we're playing almost a quarter of our, you know, home games here by November the 3rd. And, uh, you know, I showed our I, I, U.S. Thanksgiving, you know, when I... I cut, cut off, yeah. You know, a 20-game poll. You know, a quarter of the season, I, I showed our guys in training camp, you know, basically, you know, out of 16 teams, 12 or 13 every year, you get to 20 games in at the 20 the quarter game poll those those teams are in the playoffs it's important to get off to a good start for a lot of reasons you know number one you want to number you make the playoffs but I also believe that you want to bank points away and, and, and players can relax and you can play and if you and I, if we didn't get out to a 21 and 5 start last year that 211 and 2 run, yeah, 16 and 5 yeah it would it would yeah. 16 and 5 would have derailed us so by being first overall after 21 games we weathered the storm now we were still five or six points behind and we, we could play our way in but if we would have been you know if we would have been uh, 11 and overall, 10 yeah, yeah. We, we we would have missed the playoffs so it's important to get off to a home start a good start especially you know you, you with all these home games so certainly uh, it's imperative that we get off to a good start for a variety of reasons Ken uh, appreciate your time thanks for joining us Thanks, Bob. We'll uh, throw it to break. Uh, It is currently 126 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to go into the Oilers Now injury report. It is brought to you by James H. Brown, injury lawyer. Saw Trent Brown at our Jay Woodcroft event at uh, uh, the River Cree Resort and Casino on Saturday night. James H. Brown, injury lawyers, unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. It's as simple. They're the best. You just heard Edmonton Oilers general manager, Ken Holland. Uh, depending upon the availability of Warren Fogle and Kyler Yamamoto, there is a chance that Edmonton may go 11 forwards and 6 defense. That uh, uh, Devin Shore will be recalled today after 5 p.m. And Philip Broberg has already been told that he will be going down. Uh, a lot of us had assumed that Marcus Niemelainen and Shore would be coming up and Malone and Broberg would go down. But uh, Ken Holland saying that the team is not 100% uh, cleared yet for Fogel and Yamamoto to return to game action, which may mean that uh, Niemelainen has to stay. The Oilers would only have six healthy defensemen here, and they'd go 11-6 and six for tomorrow night's game. And I do want to mention uh, hockey is here uh it's time to upgrade your truck or SUV. Our friends at Brentridge Ford have inventory flying off the lot. They're down to 15 new and used Ford SUVs and only 13 new and used trucks. All units are priced competitively, and of course, Brentridge always treats their customers fairly. They boast an outstanding service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase the vehicle. Uncle Milt was at our event on. He asked about Sammy, about Dmitry Samarukov on Saturday night because uh, he went down and saw him play in Bakersfield a couple years ago. Uncle Milt, Johnny Rich.
Rich and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford to look after you. You can reach them at 780-352-6048. Remember, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Eileen Bell has a global news weather traffic update. Oilers president and chief revenue officer for the Oilers Entertainment Group, Stu McDonald, uh, joins us when we return on Oilers Now.